Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome, everyone. Great to be with you today. As always, a lot of ground to cover, as we always do, in the fastest 60 minutes of radio. But we're going to help you divide the rage from the reason. We're going to elevate the conversation. We're going to make sure we can connect the dots and make the news make sense for you today. And we're going to get right after it today. Uh, One of the great uh, connections we made uh, during my time back in Washington, D.C., as a chief of staff was uh, with Brian Kilmeade. Uh, Most of you know him as uh, one of the uh, co-hosts of Fox & Friends. And uh, the thing that I admire most about Brian, Brian is the quickest wit with the most incredible historic depth in a person uh, I've ever seen. And I love the fact that over the last few years, he's really used that uh, both to keep the, the humor and the uh, the fun side going, but also to really explore some things in his uh, several New York Times bestselling books. Uh, Brian, thanks for joining us on the show today. Boy, thank you very much for saying that. I appreciate it. You bet. And uh, so first, uh, how are things uh, in D.C.? How is that uh, all playing out for you and uh, kind of being in the center of the beginning of most people's news day? Yeah, I mean, basically, I'm, I'm in New York now, in Long Island specifically, and D.C. is uh, very limited. But New York is totally locked down. I mean, you can go the same thing you guys have been here in the food shopping, Target for some reason. Of course, you can get your liquor um, and... Uh, I think CVS and Rite Aid. Those are, that's basically a day. Wow. So uh, Governor Cuomo's got to start lifting up what's going on. You know, Manhattan might be a, a little longer. Maybe I agree with that. But the rest has got to change because this is just suffocating. And I think it's punitive at this point. Yeah, and it seems to me that uh, that so many uh, areas, of course, in Utah, we've been uh, we've been able to respond very rapidly. We haven't had to have any specific uh, orders. We've had some suggestions and things, and the people have responded. It's really about behavior, and it seems to me that uh, as long as the businesses are functioning functioning under those parameters of of social distancing and and you know having the right sanitary equipment going on and and sanitization going on. Uh, that you can function in a way that can be very responsible, but help people start to to move forward a little bit. Absolutely. And, you know, we're seeing it in Georgia. We're seeing it in South Carolina. We're seeing it in Florida. You give these people some responsibility. If not, you crack down on them in a way in which I really can appreciate the social distancing ambassador type format, as opposed to making uh, police officers do it. 
the irresponsible amongst us have always been irresponsible amongst us. That's called mm-hmm. law and order, and these are decisions people make. But I think that America gets it. We got our competency. We got to get back to work. There is no alternative. We cannot continue like this. It isn't an either or. It's I want Fauci and company to tell us how to make our buildings work, how to make our our shops work, how to make our restaurants work. Don't tell me we got to wait. Don't the dangerous viruses. Tell me how to live with it until you can get a vaccine for it. Yeah. So that's the. I hope we change footings. Yeah, I, I think that's. Uh, I'm so glad that you said that, Brian, because I, I do think we're we're constantly being served up this fake fight and false choice, uh, when really there are a lot of choices out there in terms of how do we deal with it and and how do we move forward. Uh, in a positive way. Uh, I want to get to, uh, you got a new release uh, coming out, paperback edition of uh, your book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers, the Texas victory that changed American history. Uh, and, and a lot of people don't uh, know this about you who haven't read your works. Uh, this this love of history, these lessons from history uh, have really been the hallmark of, of all of your writing. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the Sam Houston and Alamo Avengers. I got a couple of questions for you on it. Yeah, I mean, basically, we know Texas. Anyone listening right now is from Texas. They grew up in this. They got it in fourth grade, seventh grade, 11th grade, or they have, re- or they get it from home because they have some type of relative uh, that was one of the first settlers or fought in the Texas Revolution to that nature and, and knows the story. So everybody knows the Alamo, but do you know what happened after? Mm. And I wanted to build up before and after, and I thought it would be a great way to do it through Sam Houston. He was the commander of the Army. He was always perfect. He was uh, fearless but reckless as uh, in the Battle of Horseshoe Bend. He was uh, a guy in the fast track who kind of blew himself up politically as governor of Tennessee and then drank too much for a while, was the first all-American uh, American Indian advocate, uh, famous one at that, would go to bat for all Indian rights, live with the Cherokees. And then when it was a time to lead a band of uh, determined but untested men into battle against the standing Mexican army, he was in the perfect place at the perfect time, but only after they didn't listen to him and took and held the Alamo, yeah. didn't listen to him and held the Goliath, another Viking-like fortress, which is still stands today. And then we, I bring you through the Battle of San Jacinto, and what I added in the paperback was what Lincoln said to him, and that was, can you keep Texas out of the Confederacy? He said, I want to. Send him a telegram, so I'll give you 50,000 troops to help you. And in the end, he decided not because he didn't want to turn his guns on his own Texas citizens who wanted to fight for the South. So he left rather than be a part of that. Fascinating, fascinating stuff. Uh, If you're just joining us, we've got Brian Kilmeade, uh, co-host of Fox and Friends, uh, author of multiple New York Times bestsellers. We're talking about his book, Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers. I want to get in one more quick question. I know you've got a hard stop coming up here. Uh, you you talk about it in the book. I think it's one of the most important lessons of the book, uh, and that is obviously Texans hate to retreat, uh, but they had to retreat, and it was part of what Houston had learned in terms of this patience that ultimately led them to victory. What's the lesson for our day that you took out of uh, Sam Houston and the retreat lesson? Well, I'm so glad you brought me to that because courage is great, but it's got to be calculated. If you're going to go fight everybody in a sports bar that might have something against you, or if you're in Washington, if they don't like the party you're in, you don't do it. I mean, at our age, if you get into a fist fight with someone, even if you're right, you're wrong. And Sam Houston, as a 20-something-year-old, would always take everybody on. But at 40-something, leading a man at fighting, he knew he was outmanned and the other, the standing army would wipe him out. They were more experienced. They were trained in the European theater. 
And he just said, we got to go back. We got to retreat. We got to do almost what Napoleon, what the Russians did to Napoleon and to Hitler. We got to do scorched earth. We got to burn our towns and we got to retreat. The Texans thought he was crazy. They almost turned on him. But he was shaping the battlefield because he knew he had one fight to win or lose. Yeah. And he ended up winning it. Yeah. And that's just it. You, courage has to be calculated. And our country, after seeing it burned in the War of 1812, Washington burned to the ground, he realized how fragile our democracy was. Uh, so those two things he would take the rest of his life. So, so important. Just 30 seconds left, Brian. And uh, give us the we, – we've sort of had to do our own little retreat here in America on the coronavirus. Uh, what's, the, what's the path forward? What, are we going to have our Texas moment? We have to. And I just wish people wouldn't stop playing politics. I understand Governor DeWine and Republican taking his time, but I understand his objective uh, and maybe Governor Hogan of Maryland. But a lot of these other guys and those women, uh, Governor, uh, uh, the governor of Michigan, I don't know what is going on there, but there's too much at stake. There's human lives and businesses at stake. I wish people would understand uh, we need a way to stand our country up, not running high as we wait for the scientists and the lab coats to come up with a vaccine. And that's what really bothers me. And I think the people, this election might just be decided on those uh, leaders that will be for the people that elected them, not for the party mm. uh, that they're a member of. And that's my hope. Great insight. Brian Kilmeade from Fox and Fans, great book. Sam Houston and the Alamo Avengers, if you're looking for something else to read right now, great, great insight. Brian, thanks so much for joining us today. Appreciate it. We'll have you back. Thank you. Continue success. Talk to you soon. All right. All the best. And that's Brian Kilmeade, uh, co-host of Fox and Friends. Uh, his book is really a fascinating one. So many great lessons uh, from history, from Sam Houston and the Alamo. A lot of things that really shaped the country uh, and how the country is moving forward. And some great lessons in retreat. I, I just love that he got into the fact that the, the real lesson was that the retreat was okay uh, as long as there was going to be a next. And that that courage has to be calculated. Uh, it has to be based on data. Uh, and then you can move forward and, and get to your objective. So great insight there. We're going to go ahead and step aside. When we come back, uh, don't go anywhere. Greg Hughes is going to join us uh, right here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.